two man game, TMG, uh, get the news fast, AMG, uh, game of two boxes, name two boxes that hit as hard as this, yeah we're cutting to the truth, no there ain't no narrative. Eyes up on the cup this year, hear the stadium erupt this year, for my team, TMG. That's a two pound eight in a month, I don't know when Apple started charging people for something. So you're in a VIP calculator. Oh, Anthony Bags. Oh, you don't want to start? Yeah, we're starting, I'm starting. Oh, Anthony Bags. You done? I'm done, man. I'm just, <laughs> what, what? Can I not be myself anymore? I don't want to be me. We got a guy fiddling with a massive calculator. You're a big man, you know. It's an uh, iPad, actually. Well, massive, it's, a cal- it's on a calculator, too. Hey, don't watch don't watch my team. Oh, watch your team, man. Episode 96. TMG. Two man game. Four away from the big century. I remember it was quarter century, half century, now three quarter century. Sorry, there was three quarter century, now we're so close to full on century. Been a journey, man. Been a journey. Uh, I'm I'm liking I'm I liking our progress, man. Do you know what I mean? I'm back. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah, been twos and throws, ups and downs and anything were to like June, but you know, you keep pushing. So we start. We started in 2020, it's 2022, man. Two years of this. Just over two years, yeah. yeah. Just over two years, damn. Now we're in year year three now, yeah. Year three. We should get to 100. We really used to be at 100. But, you know, life. Yeah, ups and downs. It should be ups and downs. That's that's why it's in the song. So you know, you remember? Of course, of course, of course. We're going to get into it today. 96, what happened in 96? What are you talking about basketball? You talk about the great greatest Bulls team is 96, 96. Well, record wise, yeah. Yeah. That's Pippin, Jordan, and uh Rodman. Rodman, crew coach, those guys. Um, what's his name? The light skin brother who played point guard. Uh you're not talking about Armstrong. No, not Armstrong, no, oh, what's the guy? Um, Harper. Yeah, Harper, yeah. Ron Harper. That's as a five, from the well, minus two coach, those four. Like, all Kukos time. was on the bench. I know, but if you have like Harper, Jordan, uh, Rodman and Pippen, you have literally four all-time defenders. Yeah, man. Well, definitely um, Jordan and Pippen and Rodman. Harper, maybe Bordan, all-time defender, but it was a very, very, very good defender. L- laughable when they used to co- compare Kawhi and Paul George to that as the best defensive duo wing. I man. mean, Kawhi is in that category. Paul George, no, well, not so much. You can say he's in the category, but since he's been in the Clippers, he's not. He, well, maybe, many... maybe not now, but Kawhi literally, yeah, his best defensively is up there with Jordan and Pippen. PG was never at that level. He was a very good defender. He's probably in between those guys and Harper. Paul George was a top, top, top defender. It, was no, it wasn't as good as Pippen and, and Jordan. Like Kawhi, Jordan, defensive player of the year. Pippen should have probably won one. Robin won one. Harper, not so much. Like if you can't, you can you can search it. In fact, let me search. The top wing defenders, though, they can. They what can. time defensive um, teams those guys made? The top, the top wing defenders, but me, my, my my credibility for the Clippers is going down. These man, what six games? They keep they keep losing and they don't play. So I can't even I can't even rate them too tough. If you're not gonna play, how oh, can they, how they, can they, we put credibility in your name? Yeah, no, the six game losing streak. They're seventh in the West. The West is kind of tight still. The West is tight, man. They're saying something like, because the parity, the parity is distorting everything because no one, like, no one, hardly any trades. No one's making trades. There's no bottom at the moment. So guys need to kind of, like, move away from the pack. I guess the best team in the West is probably the Nuggets or the Grizzlies. 
So PG is in four all defensive teams, two first team and two second team. See, that's a big achievement. You think Paul George is a slouch? No man, I never said he's a slouch. It's a slouch. He's not as good as Kawhi, Pippen, and Jordan. Okay, put Pippen. Pippen and also, like, PG has the you know the unwanted tag or the unwanted um, accolade of people raining down like clutch shots on him. There's, bare, there's, a, there's a, a tape of bare clutch shots yeah, well, being raining down to, Well, that's because he's making defensive effort. A lot of guys don't want to defend in the big moments. Well, I mean, a lot more. Those guys have a lot more defensive highlights than he does. Well, and they don't have their defensive well, Let's Kawhi. A lot of men in the clips, though. So Kawhi, what? Three-time all defensive first team, four-time all defensive second team. That's so, not much of a big disparity. Seven to four. I remember t- these guys were injured a lot. Since I think they're around the same age as well. Obviously, Kawhi has their two times defensive player mm. of the year, which obviously Mr. George does not have. Yeah, that's true. And then you go to Jordan. I think Jordan has nine. Jordan has nine. What does Pippen have? I think Pippen has at least seven, maybe nine. Um, maybe ten, we'll see. Pippen's a top, top defender. Yeah, Pippen will see. Well, yeah, I mean, defense wins championships. Uh, Jordan has yeah, he has nine defensive first teams, and that's it. He's never no second. So Jordan. Those Darby years, he played. His, he had a bigger career than that. So he had eighty-eight to ninety-three, and ninety-six to eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Okay. So basically, his whole prime, he was a defensive first team sort of caliber player. Um, Scotty Pippen. It's funny because guys don't really know him as a defender. Who? Well, when you talk about Jordan, you talk about more of his offensive game. I mean, to but the casuals, to, yeah. Mm. But the guys, you know, basketball, they know, I mean, they, you know, he's a serious defender. Similar, similar to Kobe. Kobe was very good on the defensive end as well. He was a bit overrated, but he was good. Pippen has 10, eight first team and two second team. Um, but yeah, he's got the P. You just go out this guys. I know even Rodman. Let me, see, let me check Rodman actually. Oh, that's ridiculous. Rodman probably defensive player of the year. defensive defensive teams like for I would less if it's less than eight I'll be shocked. He has two D, uh, defensive player of the years I believe. If it's less than eight I'll be yeah, shocked. Yeah, he's a back to back. He has seven all defensive first team and one all defensive second team. Yeah, I knew it wouldn't be less. Five time champion, crazy. Two with the Pistons, mm-hmm. three. Free with the balls. The Pistons are probably the most overlooked champions of all time, man. Yeah. They're underrated. How the impact and the errors that they ended. Where they basically started they delayed one error from starting and ended two. Rodman, seven times rebounding champion. This guy was six seven. Do you know how crazy that is? He, he, he used to practice where the ball will bounce. I mean, the art of just reading the rebounds uh, reading the ball off the, when he rebounds off the, the, the backboard and the rim. Crazy. He, he, he turned it to art. Turned it to a science. Um, it's his energy and the thing is he's not even above the rim rebound it's actually below the rim so that's actually kind of crazy he's done a bit of both towards the end of the career a bit more below I mean, he was quite pretty athletic um, in his younger days <laughs> I mean just, just didn't really have any athletic offensive highlights like that because he can't shoot if he can't shoot then of course he won't have offensive highlights mm. it's, like, it's a bit like well, I'd probably say Draymond Green's more rounded game than what Rodman is but the impact that they have is kind of similar could run up on no defensive teams, to be honest. Oh, so you can... Well, yeah, a good defender. Well, it, was just a, it, was a le- it was a long defender, though. It was a good defender, especially at the point guard position. Five-time champion as well. Crazy. You're really loving that iPad today. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring it more. Skip Bayless. I'm going to have to bring it more. You see, you see Skip and Shannon. Wait, why are you calling me Skip? Even if you're Skip with the... No way, I'm not Skip. With the, the crazy takes. I would never say that when a man is on the ground. You, you've, you you've, see... you've enrolled in a school of thought of Skip Bayless. Yeah, but Skip is just a hater. I'm reasoned. 
Yeah, but well, you say you're a professional hater as well, like Skip Bayless. I mean, uh, you've even claimed to be professional hater on Skip, like Skip Bayless. I'm a professional hater. Not more reason than Skip, more nuanced than Skip. Mm, Skip mm. is the king of haters. But it is what it is. Let's get into it today on football. I must have carried on basketball since we started. You want us to carry on on basketball? So I have this pension. You're, so you can go on the iPad? <sighs> I can't know. believe it. Look at your boy. This guy got a new iPad now. He's so happy. Okay. Quality. Uh, Okay, let's start off with the guy. Some people call him a king. He's about to break this record. LeBron James. LeBron. The Lakers, obviously, come recently been in a good run of form, what, five and one in the last six. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Lakers. Are the Lakers wasting LeBron's prime? Not prime, but are they wasting his last good years? Mm, yeah, essentially, I guess so, yeah. I mean, he's playing like, or at least on the offensive end, playing like an MVP type level player, a top five player, 29, 8 and 7. And they're still languishing while they're playing. I mean, they're still within a touching distance, but obviously AD's... In- to be fair, the Lakers, yes or no, AD's injuries have played a massive factor because if AD's healthy and LeBron's still able to play like this, then they would be a contender because of those two guys are just that good. Obviously, you need other pieces to make them depend on how serious of a candidate will be. But... Um, Obviously, the Westbrook trade, which LeBron had a big part to play in, has limited what they can do in terms of putting pieces around him. And now they, they got those two picks, I believe, 27, 28, which they're reluctant to play because they're worried about their future. Um, I, I, if, if, in my opinion, I don't think they should worry about that too much because they can blow up. Obviously, they're a main attraction. And, you know, when they you know get rid of players or when players' contracts wind down, they can still attract high-quality free agents. So let's say after LeBron and let's say AD... Is gone, or even if he's still still there, when LeBron's gone and the Westbrook's this is last year's contract, they can have enough. They will have enough cap space to still attract high level quality players. So, when you look at look at it through that lens, then I would say yes, they are wasting his um, um his last of his good years if they're still worried about picks because, like I said, they can still attract free agents when they have the cap space and cap room. That's reasonable. I think, I think, what's the likelihood of LeBron getting better now? To what the end? No, it's only gonna due to father time. It's only gonna get worse. Now the issue is, the Lakers have given him this extension, and you kind of owe it to LeBron to 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 make a move. They're gonna use the picks. Mm. That's the only way to keep him happy. That's the only reason why he would have signed him an extension. They need another. They need another star ball handler not to waste these years because all it would be is that LeBron put up great stats and his team was losing. No, like if you look back on the annuals of time, no one's gonna really care. Mm-hmm. Like how many people remember Jordan's wizard years? You won't really remember much of LeBron's late career after the, the Lakers won the bubble championship. If they don't actually make an impact, they don't make any a, a move. Like make one more move. Make a make something like. Another star, maybe you can put the two picks, package it for like a bill, package it for a Levine. Like, try, do something. It's better to make a move and then rather than stand still, because I kind of think like this all come back down to the Russell Westbrook trade, because that trade really set them back. And Westbrook not being able to find his niche and his role has set the Lakers back. These two years, and I, and it's only this summer when the cap space comes again. When it will only be, I think it's only Alien LeBron on the books that they can make any changes. And what would you do? Would you have done that trade? 
for Westbrook? Or trade who? Uh, West, the Westbrook trade where they traded, they ended up trading Kuzma and Kate. Nah. Uh, I mean, it just didn't make sense because LeBron and Westbrook, they can't really be on the same team. And AD, sh- AD shooting outside shit has been okay. It's never been great per se. It just didn't make sense for them to be on the same team that like, they don't complement each other well. Westbrook and like with uh, Kevin Durant or Kawhi or PG, someone that has, is better from the outside, someone that's not as bull dominant. Yeah, that could work more. And Westbrook, um, as much as you know, people love him. I used to love him. when I first got into basketball. He was, you know, he's a decided player, action man, all you know, all action, that sort of player. But he doesn't make winning plays. And you know, we, you know, when they made a trade, you'd hope that oh, LeBron could bring him along, show him how to win, that sort of stuff. And Westbrook is just Westbrook. I mean, you can't. I don't. Really I don't. I don't. I don't particularly agree that Westbrook is not a winning player. Westbrook is a, a winning player. It just like he has achieved a lot in his career, and he has been in the big moment a lot. A lot of the things and reasons when early OKC Westbrook was a part of it. Westbrook was there. It's not like he hasn't been a, a winning player. It's not like he he doesn't hasn't experienced winning. He hasn't won a championship, but he's been to a finals. Say, he's been to Western Conference. When I say he's not a winning player, yes. Like if you ask asking, does he win more games than he loses game? Yes. Does, he, does his impact contribute more to winning than losing overall? Yes. But at the highest level, like you know, let's say to the playoffs and the finals, that sort of stuff. Where you need when the game slows down, where there's more nuance, where the defensive schemes, each player is more crucial. He's too. Um, he, he turns over the ball way too much. Mm-hmm. Within the last six, seven years, he doesn't really defend, apart from maybe this season start to put a bit more um a bit more impact on that end or a bit more onus on that end. Mm-hmm. Um he what's it called? Very high usage rate, doesn't shoot well. He puts up great stats, but is it I, winning? Does it lead to <coughs> lead to winning I think, I think at the highest level? And I, have to I say think no. he he's one of the major uh victims not victims, was it? Major Losers in the development of the Steph Curry and the Warriors, the ball movement, the shooting from free. Because prior to that, it was ISO ball that was winning. It was who's got the best player, who can they give it to in crunch time, who 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 doesn't matter if you can stop me, who's who's good enough to beat that defense regardless of what they put out there. And then the Warriors came and it says ball movement, get it to the open guy, and they had quality three point shooting, and they had a bench that could you know, light you on fire. And when that happened, it really changed the it changed the game. It swept Russell Westbrook off his feet. And even though that may have happened, Westbrook and Westbrook and Durant they nearly they nearly beat those Warriors. They were three one up on them, and it was Durant that came up short in some of those big moments that cost them. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, <clears throat> Westbrook is um, yeah he's essentially is a victim of the the way the league evolved. He wasn't able to adapt. You know, as I say, adapt to perish and you know. Relatively speaking, he has, in, in a sense, perished from the, the lofty um, standards he used to have before or the lofty heights he, were, he was at before. Obviously, he still won an MVP within an era, but it quickly dwindled from there and, and declined from there in terms of you know his relevance in the league and his standing in the league because, you know, you can't shoot at the end of the day. And if you don't surround... One thing I would feel sorry for Westbrook is, is that he's never really been on a team where he's had shooters all around the court. If he had, he could have changed that. His, his feet. And, you know... That's poor on the 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 ownership and the the um the back front the back office or the front office the the team people who make, uh, make trades and the decision makers of his, his teams, you know they've done him a disservice by not putting those pieces around him because you know 
I feel you would have got the very, very best of what was possible from Westbrook if you put the you know, straight-up shooters around him. Even when he had Kevin Durant, he, Kevin Durant was pretty much the only real sniper in, in his team with uh, OKC. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the new OKC he had after that. With one in his MVP, he didn't even have shooters like that. Houston. He tried to Houston. Houston was probably the best time he had shooters around, but obviously him and Harder wasn't really his team. Um, with the Wizards, you know, they weren't really going to do anything there. And now with the Lakers, they never really had shooters. I mean, so that's where in his in, in, in his defence, they haven't really helped him to maximise his qualities. Like LeBron, you can see, when LeBron's been at his best, he's had shooters, snipers all around the court. And, you know, LeBron's, you know, he's you know, forced that to happen. He's, you know, he pushed for that to happen and that's to his um, credit. And that's obviously, uh, not obviously, but that's kind of a difference between the two. Because some people say Westbrook is like a smaller version of LeBron. To an extent, he is. But the main difference is the IQ. And LeBron uses IQ on and off the court to, you know, push the team to, you know, build a team around him. Or, put yeah, push the team to build a team around him that can benefit all his strengths and minimise his weaknesses. Westbrook, obviously, is a player, not necessarily a coach or or, or a general manager. Yeah, he, you know, it's not really on him to do that. But LeBron, you know, pushed the boat and made that difference. I would say that Westbrook's, all, his career is, Built on ferociousness, and he's always been an underdog. So the way he plays and the way his game's been dictated is by that ferocious energy, and the energy is what made him who he is. And when he has to control the energy, he's not—he's half the player that he is. When when he tried to get on the court with LeBron and A and the fur, like boy, it was terrible. It was awful. It's since he took over the second unit and he's bored out. That his his like his trajectory's even changed. Like he's the favorite for sixth man of the year, hasn't he? So he's actually taken ownership of that role. He's played all right off the bench. He's he's giving them impetus. He's giving them the second ball handler, the second creator when LeBron needs a break. Obviously, with all LeBron teams, the on-off stats are awful. Similar to LeBron, I would even say like Luca's got that same kind of effect, and maybe them two are. That's why LeBron probably likes him because even probably Harden as well when he was in his prime. Not now. Prime Harden. Even man. probably Westbrook as well in his prime when he was the main man on teams. It's very hard when you've got one ball dominant player. Yeah, I mean, some of the people, older heads that understand basketball, those guys they play in the Oscar Robertson style of basketball. You know, mm. one guy dominates the the ball, makes all the plays, gets all the stats. But a team are only used to playing that style, and when he's off the court. They can't. They struggle, and that's why he's, the on-off stats, you know, really favor those sort of players. But I would say, and LeBron is the greatest proponent of that of that style because he proved it to you know, to, he's proved it in a winning way. Those other guys yet to do that. We'll see if Luca can. Um, even when Oscar Robertson win, he deferred. It was a secondary option to Kareem. Well, what I will say about those two guys is that people are like oh share the board, but then you look at the supporting cast and like you share the ball with this guy. You want, really want this guy to have to shoot. You want this guy to dribble. You have to find certain players to play that way. That's why most of those players, they actually need the second star. And you need a second star, you know, of equal footing because then he won't be doing the the first. Like, what Kawhi has with Paul George is actually the perfect thing because Paul George is actually a willing two. He's a willing number two. Like, he's willing to defer. Yeah. He doesing not want it to be... Like, when you're in that situation where you have a number two that can do that, it actually helps you as a star. Um, obviously... If you look at the past winners, if you look at the, the teams that won Steph Curry, it's got a range of number two kind of guys like Draymond, Clay, and the guys that if you defer to, they still can do a job. It's not, I'm deferring to this guy, I'm just hoping. Like, these guys are proven in their roles. And then you look back at LeBron, LeBron had AD, which is a top number two. 
when Kawhi won it, he actually had a range of number kind of number two guys. He had Siakam, he had Lowry, he even had a Van Fleet come through. They had guys like the Toronto had yeah. guys. Um, uh, so if we, and then when LeBron won it with Cleveland, he had Kyrie. So you, Kyrie and Kyrie was like because Kyrie hadn't won anything before Kyrie figured out more about himself. He's willing to defer. So you need those guys willing to defer when you're a ball dominant guy. Obviously, LeBron has found that sweet spot with AD. Unfortunately, AD is always injured. And then another thing is Palinka hasn't actually filled out the rest of the roster with guys that suit how LeBron plays. He's got guys that can't shoot threes. He's got guys that, you know, he's tried gone, he's tried so many different ways. He went really big. He went with a big team when he won in the bubble. Then he tried to say, okay, scrap that. We need a lot of creators and dribblers. Try that. Then he's tried to go shooters. I don't. I don't think he's ever tried shooters with the, uh, the Lakers. The Lakers have never really had shooters. They had decent shooters: Caruso, Cardwell Pope, Danny Green, um, LeBron. I believe shot decent that year. AD shot decently okay. from outside. I mean, but it, yeah, and who, maybe there's one else I'm missing. They didn't really have. That's, that's the best shooting they've had that's in the this LeBron um, Lakers era. And they won the championship with it. Yeah, I mean, but that's what you know confuses people like myself. Like everyone knows. The easiest way to get LeBron to be as most competitive as possible is to put shoes around him. If you do that, your teams are going to be very competitive. I mean, obviously, that when you do that, you have to sometimes give up the defense. And obviously, LeBron is not as good on a defensive end to make up for the lack of defense that sometimes shoot only um, specialist shooters would offer like back in the day. So, I, I, I see, I can see somewhat from that standpoint. But still, you need to. Find you know it's your job to find these sort of players, three and D players. You know, go do your job at the end of the day, and so I mean that's where there's um, a bit of a, 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 dis, um, a disparity there between um, focus and you know um, and what they're looking for between LeBron and I guess Pelenka. Yeah, well, hopefully they can resolve it for LeBron, so LeBron can you know he can get there. And I get something. See, I just see yeah, LeBron something, something, playing some mean, meaningful yeah, so games. Yeah, in the playoffs. Not only say a series can tell like that, but you know, at least have some of a chance. Unless you see LeBron in the second round, maybe in a conference final, at least something like that. No, no way, bro. Maybe not this season, but let's see. Let's let him have a team. Whilst he's playing this well, at least this offensively. Guy's getting cooked in the conference. I think Memphis. Them young boys will be running like dogs. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, they, they may run them off the floor. Run them off the floor, bro. Even you want to see Dallas, we're coming for Le- LeBron and every pick and one. You're coming for Luke, Luke and every pick and one, but we'll come for LeBron and every pick and one. Um, I still feel in the playoffs, LeBron has will have enough energy to ratchet up on a defensive end where he won't be a defensive liability at all. So, but then the the constant grind of games, do you think LeBron can do that? So you're playing every two nights. Um, two, three nights. I mean, but boy, yeah. it can break it down. It breaks Chris Paul down all the time. Chris Paul and LeBron they're built differently they're not made of the same stuff but Chris Paul's old so it's LeBron LeBron's old well, they're old and, Chris, and LeBron's body's been breaking down recently last two seasons even recently his ankle LeBron's body's been breaking down dog. but not in the playoffs I'm never see it breaking down in the playoffs in the regular season maybe but in the playoffs we'll see okay I'll give it that what do you think about this um recent scoring explosion you know we got the, uh, Mitchell go for 71 that was crazy I watched it Yanis, you watched it? Not not uh, live. I watched the highlights. It was good. Okay, you got Yanis with his multiple fifty five plus games, fifty five points. I think he got two fifty five point games. Oh, what's it? It's it's done. It's done fifty plus twice recently or something. 
Good, but uh, Raptors and uh, I think it's got multiple 55. Nice. And then you got yeah, you got Luca went for what was 60, 21, and 10. Who else? We got Clay Thompson went for 54, and it was like a footnote. Um, guys are just going off. Guys are getting 40 points, and guys are not even talking about it. Like, I think DeMar had 40 points recently, and no one even said a word. It's like. It's crazy the scoring. Brunson scored 40 points last night. Like, what's happened? Guys are forgetting who they are. You're checking Yanis. He, he had 50, two. He had 55 against Washington. And he had 55 against um, Raptors? No, he had 30 against Raptors. Wait, and 43 against Minnesota. Huh. This is his last five games. Okay, wait, wait. Let me check. Maybe, maybe, right. He had a triple-double, uh, maybe, against the uh, Raptors. Recently, he's been poor, though. The last couple of games. He's been poor? In terms of points. He lost a couple of games, he got 22 and 9. Uh, maybe he's, he's, he's chilling off. And the shot poor, shot poor from the field. Um, for him at least, 38, 28. I think Jokic had a 100% field goal triple-double yesterday anyway. There's a lot of guys that are just going off. Like, um, I touched on it, I believe, in our last episode. That, um, yeah, it's a stats error across all sports, you know. Defense is not as important. Offensive stats are what they're looking for. They're trying to make the game more appealing to the casual, trying to bring in a new legion of fans. And so a lot of people go off. They've scored many points doing this and doing that, but it, I mean, it doesn't really matter per se to me. I mean, because, yeah, when the people don't focus on defense, the game's not as physical, that sort of stuff. They're making a game more palatable to offensive-minded players. You're going to get stuff like this. And that's what you know. the, the NBA want to do. It feels the best way to push their league to the new heights and attract the new legion of fans, then so be it. Is that not more appealing to the to, to fans and to players as well? Because offense is less generous and the, the defense is not as intentional, less likely to be injured. And, you, you know, we don't want to go back to the early 2000s basketball where it was like 80, 82, 80. Like, it wasn't really basketball. It was like a game of football on the on the court like they have to they had to change um, um yeah it's true they had to change to, to to grow the sport i guess like for example if i grew up especially as a guy from um, london if i grew up you know football's my main focus if i grew up um in early 2000s as you know coming into like you know, 60 70 18 and i started looking into basketball then would i have been as infused as i am with it now if it was more defensive minded i mean most likely not, or at least for that person, average person like me, maybe myself probably would, I still would do because I just like sports that much, but to the not as um, sports-infused individual, it, yeah, it would probably be less appealing. But, I mean, but people that, you know, students, students and scholars of the game, you know, you still want that, you know, that give the history of the game a lot of credence. You still want to see an element of defence because at the end of the day, when it gets to the playoffs, the element of defense is always there. It's always required to win. Maybe not as as intense and you know as it was before. And obviously, people can still score a lot of points. But the the points, for example, what I'm trying to say, like when people are scoring up and down points earlier in the season, when it gets to the playoffs, that dwindles for the most of part. Of course. And so, but then you still got to have that. But then there. in the playoffs, the best players they put up performances that you remember. Like you got guys that put like you got LeBron. When it comes down, rubber means to people still remember that performance in Boston for Miami. 
what was that, 45, uh, I think, 45, he scored 45 points or something like that in yeah, a game six. Like 45 points, like 16 rebounds. Yeah, yeah. So, like, like or one assist. guys, guys can still get their points in the playoffs. Whoever you are, if you are a star, you will get you will get those points. Like you got guys putting up forty, uh, like averaging thirty six. Was it thirty three in the playoff? Donovan Donovan Mitchell, I think he averaged over thirty. You got Luca averages over thirty three. Like guys still put up points in the playoffs. In fact, some people's strategy is like let one guy go off, the other guys are cold. Limit others. Yeah. yeah. So it all depends. It all depends. Eventually, like. I think these players are going to be very interesting because the parity in the league is kind of crazy. Like, there's no standout team. So, you have to go with the guy. You have to go with the best player. That's why I kind of favour Yanis. As in, I favour Yanis's will over the other players. And I know that Middleton's coming back. What, what, if honest, in terms of what to win? Or? Like, because there's so much parity, it coming down to who's the best player. I mean, if everybody's fit, I would, Bucks would be my pick. But Middleton, Drew Holiday have been in and out. And it's all testament to the Milwaukee, they're only, what, three games behind or two and a half games behind Boston. With Middleton, I don't think, playing more than five games. Drew's missed a lot of games. And Giannis has been the one main constant. Um, so we'll see. But obviously, like we saw last year, they still took the Boston to Game Seven mm. without Middleton. Without Middleton, and Middleton is a an All Star level player. So if Middleton's there, you'd like to think that they would beat Boston, and you know they probably could be back to back champions. Um, Denver Nuggets will be very interesting. The thing because with... before, cause hold on, before, I mean, the one time they got to the Conference Final, they had uh, what's his name there. Jamal. Jamal Murray. When Murray, there, there, Murray there. Then I think the two seasons after that, he was injured. He's been injured for the last two and seasons. And the Devon Nuggets haven't really done much. Now he's back, now they're top of the West. And Jamal Murray's an all-star level player. On his best days, he can mm-hmm. even, you know, um, what's it called? Simulate a an, uh, an MVP type player. So him and, um, what's his name? And Jokic. And they have the other what's guys. What's his name? You're calling a man, what's his name? That's a two-time MVP. It might be three times. He, he won't win it this year. And the crazy thing is the way he's playing, he probably... He's played better. He's, yeah, he probably deserves it more this year, especially with his team record this yeah. year. Um, they have the other guys, what, the young young fella? Uh, Michael Paul Jr., but... Yeah, but... He's injury prone. Injury prone. So they will be very, uh, very hard out for sure. Uh, they're looking like they'll be... They're going to book at least a conference finals place. Um, but yeah, but the Brooklyn, they look interesting. Okay, he's injured now, isn't he? Two weeks, but they look interesting. Good, uh, have a proper coach. KD was balling. Kyrie was balling. Looks focused. Um, ben Simmons, because even though he may not be as good as people want him to be, can still be. It's still a very, very, very good defensive piece. And I, well, I just feel like Golden State. There's just something about Golden State. No matter where they are, if they sneak into the playoffs, they just have that winning mentality. They can string off games, and they just know how to do it. Hey, they're they're the they're the team I would try to avoid in the playoffs. People sneak this the Clippers if Fingy and Fingy are fit and focused, they'll be very hard out regardless. No, they better be focused. With we'll coach that Tyloo. Um, hey, baby, slapping up my Dallas Mavericks for years, man. I'm so happy we avoid it. First time we avoid them, conference finals. It's been interesting to see this playoffs how it pans out. I hope the Lakers can get into the playing pitch at least and get one of the seeds. I want to see the Lakers. I need the Lakers in the playoffs. But the highest they can get. Okay, so who's behind them? Timberwolves. Are the Timberwolves behind them or a better record? I think the Timberwolves got better. Timberwolves ahead of them, yeah. Flip. I would put the Timberwolves over them when Cat comes back. Over the him. Suns. Over I'm him. trying to say, who are the Lakers better than that they're getting into the pain? Is the Warriors or where are the Warriors? 
Or it's a... You got your little... Use your the iPad. Six. The sixth? Yeah. And Kings? Kings. Kings are fifth. Lakers are twelfth. And and then the two who did above them directly. Jazz, Trailblazers, Blazers, Timberwolves, Suns, Clippers. The Jazz are going to drop. But most of these teams have only won like what a one one or two games. Flipping even up until fifth seed, those Kings have only won two more games than them. So the Lakers, they're right there. I mean, so the Jazz, Jazz will fall out because Jazz we're trying to get Wemby. Yeah, the They've done enough. They they probably traded some guys away. The Timberwolves, they'll get cut back. They'll get better. Trailblazers, they're kind of stuck with who they are. So maybe the Lakers are better than the Trailblazers. That's a 50-50 gun toss a coin up. The Warriors are only going to get better. You like to think, yeah? Yeah. Clippers and Ki- Clippers, the Suns. I don't know about the Suns. Boy, yeah, the Suns are scary. Book us out for the month. Suns are scary, man. Like the Suns, they look um, very dysfunctional, disorientated. Like, yeah. The coach and Aiton are going at it. CP3 is getting on. Book has been out. I mean, their time may have come and passed, at least for this team. Let's see if they get rid of eight to see what they can get. But yeah, it's looking very, like you said, scary. You don't, scary you don't know what, how long your cycle is. That's why when you're at the top, you have to you Strike have to capitalize. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. I think what happened with the playoffs last year, what happened with the owner, all of that is just taking its toll on the team. And you know, it's the end of the cycle, man. It's crazy. But yeah, MVP quickly. MVP. My ballot is number one. Jokic. Mm-hmm. Number two, Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Number three, Giannis. Over KD? Yes, over KD. Number four, Tatum. Number five, KD. Why is Tatum five? Fourth. Or fourth. Why is he not in top three? He's not, he's not Giannis. He's, he's not Luka, he's not Jokic. But he's team on top of the standard. Yeah, he got JB. Huh? He's got JB. Yeah, I think he's got JM. Jokic's got JM. Jokic, Jokic, is giving me more, fam. I, I, when I see Jokic, is more impactful. When he faced the Celtics, he beat them as well. When did they face the Celtics? Uh, last last Sunday, not this Sunday, the Sunday before, beat them. Is he more impactful? Jokic. Is he? Yes. Then Tatum. Yes. Even when, especially when you include defense as well, which most people seem to forget. Defensively, Tatum is alright. But actually, right. slacker as well. You know, slacker. He's a slacker. He's, he's a very good defender. But flipping, when you combine both sides of the ball, which most people should should do. So you put Tatum number one. That's what you're trying. That's what you're getting at. That oh, Tatum's done so much. That I mean, is number one. What's your five? He's up there. He's got the best record. Best player, the best record team. What's your five? So yeah, you know, he deserves some credence. Um, I put him in the top five. For me, I will go. Tatum, Jokic, Giannis, Luca. He's your five. Giannis there. KD. KD's there. But Giannis, Luca, and KD is very fluid. Yeah. Whatever, man. But I think Jokic and Tatum for me are one and two. It can be one and two. At least for now, but it's very close. I mean, I, I had Tatum one, but the way the Hawks are playing from December onwards has been very, very poor. They're like, they're like 500. Yeah. But the, the three game win streak now, they had a little bit of a um, a rough period. Mm. But the thing is, if the Bucks go on, like, when's Middleton supposed to come back? 
Uh, but he was back because then he got injured again. I don't know when he's back. But like, for some of the bucks go on like a five game winning streak and happen to get first seed again. Then hey, it's fluid. It's it's tight because also as well. Don't sleep on Jar. Memphis on I'm the seven, on him, seven game winning streak. I'm tired. Seven game winning streak they're right there. I'm tired. Of and Jar. if Donovan Mitchell and Cole can get to the the first two and three seed, he will be in with a shout. The Mitchell Jar Jar's trying to be a was trying to be a by the by the fans. I think they were. Sh- I think a lot of guys were shocked. When they saw the all-star ballot came out and they saw SGA ahead of him. I mean, guys think Jar is some sensation like that with the, the fans, but he ain't loved it. I ain't even like Jar. Well, like fans were SGA ahead of him? Yeah. So that's probably from Canada. Maybe international basketball, who knows? In America. But, 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 but why? Oh, that's surprising tits for me, to be fair. SGA had a great season. Some people think SGA is better than Jar, just to say. He's a very clean player. I'd love, love to see him in a better team, per se. Yeah, get him to, get him to Dallas, man. Get him to Dallas? Yeah, one, two, Tra- punch. Trade him for who? Wait, bro, we could trade everyone, but we don't start again. If we can get a second star. Don't worry, we've got one more year, then we, we've got our picks back, and I'm getting start, we'll start moving again. Yeah. Get rid of this New York thing. Hey, before we before we cut, let's talk some football. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some football. Wow. Let's, let's start off with Chelsea, man. Yeah, Talk joke. to me about Chelsea. I pray for times like this. Hey, bro, there's one guy, you know, Jai. He said he's giving up on Chelsea. He doesn't support Chelsea. This is why, why I say Chelsea fans are so fickle. He doesn't support Chelsea. Because a lot of Chelsea fans are former Arsenal fans, especially ones around our age. Mm. And these Chelsea fans, when they go through a bit of adversity, oh, give up on Chelsea. Both hours um, from agenda saying they give up on Chelsea. To, to be honest, I don't think BJ said stuff to that effect and Oba as well. But... Chelsea fans, even my other guys, CJ, Chelsea fans, like, when they go through a rough period, just give up on their team. But when, they, when they're doing well, they, you know, they're up there, support them to the fullest. You know, basically, the, the, the Chelsea fans are glory hunters in my eyes. There's no reason for you to be supporting Chelsea, really and truthfully. They said they're not going back to the bridge and they've cut, they've cut from their, their ties. They said they can't get behind self-anointing guys like Mount, which, you know, I can hear that. Mount, Mount's so meaty, like, Meaty man. Meaty, he's just a meaty guy. And got guys that have it so in no heart, no intensity. But, but, but Sandro Felix on loan though. Seven six m- months. It's not good. Well, I don't think that's good business. And, that's he's, like, and he signed a contract. He signed an extension with Atletico. So what's that? I mean, I don't know why he did that. This guy just makes terrible decisions. Even when he went to Atletico in the first place, I didn't think it made sense. And I was proven right. Like, you're, Well, this me only is leaving at the end of the year. So He may be, but I don't know. It just we'll see in it. But I, I think I think Felix is of this opinion. Like, okay, let me come to let me come to England. Let's see how my game translates. Let's see how I play. If if I bang hair, I'm cutting. Maybe. But him signing contract can make it difficult. Then the the, the team's gonna have to pay probably to, uh, very close to 100 mil to get him. Yeah, if I pay the piece, fam. If he balls out here, that's 100 mil. People will pay the 100 mils. Mm. So why do you think he chose Chelsea over Arsenal United? Start starting. Hmm? Starting. They're not saying that you're a rotation piece or you're a member of a team. Man's, he chose them for two reasons. Would he start for United over Martial? He's going to play Champions League football. He don't United have Champions League football? No. But they don't. They won't. They got knocked out of the group? Yeah. Right. You're going to play Champions League football and you're going to have starter minutes. And the pressure of Chelsea is low because Chelsea got nothing going on right now. They're literally 10th. There's no pressure. Let me just ball out. Let me just ball out. 
Yeah, you may see the best. Of, uh, yeah, I'm team. just here to ball out. I have no pressure. I'm not thinking about winning no league. Mm-hmm. I got no ties with this team. No one's gonna care. It's true. If he came Arsenal and Arsenal, the walls fell off, uh, he he probably will get off the blame. Yeah. So let me just ball out. Cut, cut. Everyone like cut. If I go Arsenal, I go Arsenal. If I go Man United, I go Man United. If I stay out of Leco and Simeone is not local, I'm good. Interesting. Um, Chelsea. What do you think is going to happen for Potter? Potter's not lasting to the end of the season. You think? Put money on it. I can put money on it. I'll put £100 down Graham. there. Graham. Huh? Graham Potter, not Graham Sooners. Graham Potter. If he lasts to the end of the season, I'll be shocked. I mean, it's been a sh- shock to his system, I guess. Because, you know, he's in the big leagues. A lot of pressure. It's not a joke, The, the time you get is very short-lived compared to managing the team at Bram. I mean, I was happy he was given a chance. He's not uh, a big man. He's not a big man for this. Not everyone can take that jump from a team like Brian, where there's no real expectations. To a team like Chelsea, you have a, a history of winning and winning at the highest level, the very highest level. So maybe he needed to, I don't know, spend some more time. Brian, get, get him to Have Brian even fallen off since he's cut? Sorry? Have Brian even fallen off since yeah, he's cut? I still think they're around seven. Eight, yeah, they're the same, bro. They're yeah. still winning the same games. I mean, that's, that's still somewhat tested to him that the, his system's been able to maintain and still be able to run at all Mac, you know, so he's. Train the players properly, even though people won't give him that sort of credit. But I will flip in. Um, maybe if it, if it ends up failing, maybe it probably should have stayed at Brian a, a bit longer and got them to a level where they become a team that has expectations. So when he does make the jump to another team, it's the the, the gap um, the gap is bridged to an extent. But um, obviously, when Chelsea come knocking around, you know, they're not gonna come back around. It's just time, not. So. It's just, for me personally. I I know everyone's very slow now to judge judge people ever since the obviously Arteta's become somewhat of a success. Your boy. Yeah, whatever. Arteta came through. I can't even hate. I can't hate guys that come through. Um, Remember I told you, give that guy time. You're, you're, you're always giving guys time, but you said that Arsenal should be Arsenal should be burnt down to the ground. And we have rise, 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 like a phoenix. We haven't fully to the ground, but we've done that. Are so the Champions League? Are we rising to like a phoenix? We're on our on the way. Yeah, I'll see that. If if we win the league, then my prophecy would have come true. Like what was like Phoenix? Are you celebrating? Of course. You're gonna go to outside the Emirates. No, I don't need to do that, man. You're a big man to do that, isn't it? I don't need to. Do that, man. You're a big man to do that. So it's the Emirates. Maybe it'll be good contact. Actually, who knows? But you should go. I don't know. We will take some time off work. Yeah, take that. the day off. I mean, I just call a sicky. My leg, my leg, injured. <laughs> If Arsenal win the league, dog, I don't know what I'll do if I'm satisfied. It'll be a long time coming. Not that I support them. I've just followed them. 19 years. A long time coming, whatever. My team be winning the league consistently anyway. <coughs> City. Mm. City. Another fake Arsenal fan. City, guys. They're, they're not here for the bad times, but they're here for the good I've times. I've been there for the bad times. Tough. I love, I love, for 19 years, dog. A lot of Arsenal fans... Um, or so a lot of people, like I said before, the Chelsea. They went to Chelsea City fans, Real Madrid, Barcelona. The Real Madrid, Barcelona one, I, we, I just don't understand. Arsenal fans. That man don't even keep up with results. If you're I, a Real Madrid, Barcelona, I can't take your support. Have you seen a Have you seen a Real Madrid, Barcelona fan that can tell you the last five fixtures? Um, actually, no. I to, well, the next time I see T's, I need to ask him in person rather than online because I know. Is he a Real Madrid fan? Yeah, he's been that for a while. He's a reformed Arsenal fan. That's a lie. T is not a Real Madrid. Well, that's what he, he tells us. <laughs> T is mean, not a Real Madrid fan. That's why. That's why he says he dances the goal in it. Because he supports Real Madrid. Yeah, I don't believe that. Well, yeah. The only one I know that supports Barcelona is actually Dami. So, 
he gives me vibes. He's over from, I, think, I believe he's over from Arsenal fan as well. He's been supporting Barcelona since secondary school. I haven't ever supported him since support Arsenal. I don't know why he supports Barcelona, but he deserves corn then. A lot of men do some weird things with their uh, football fandom. But yeah, Liverpool, end of the cycle. End of the cycle. Has Klopp burnt them out? Klopp, Klopp doesn't even seem like he's got heart. That's the, that's the issue with Klopp. And I've touched on this before. This is the difference between Pep and Klopp. Klopp seems to have a lifespan, an expiry date, because the style he plays, however meta football, it seems like it's too taxing the players, eventually they wear off. And if he doesn't rejig it properly, they're going to fall off in a way that like this mm-hmm. before they can come back and he has too much him. loyalty with certain places that he's unable to refine and change his team so that's what he's struggling from um, hopefully we get a Liverpool fan on this pod very soon because Liverpool had a poor form, poor form at the beginning of the season trying to get the likes of George um, Kevin who else is there that's what's Liverpool get a Liverpool fan on man let me cook them man I cook so them talk, about so we could talk um, their poor form but then obviously they went on a bit of a decent run now they don't pull from against so it's the best time to get the Liverpool they're always there. talking about Trent like he's some goddess but I'm on to Trent man flip it defend like a man like a man like defend like a man yes, sir, defend like a man TAA oh, let me down VVD I can't be a right back that can't defend how can you be a back of anything that you can't defend <laughs> they got away with it for a good period yeah, because the guys were covering for him, but the guys are coming for him, they're tired now. He's a false defender. They're, yeah, F, F, F3, whatever. What's right about F2? Force 2. I'm good. Bro. But, um, yeah. Um, it's crazy because I was. Um, remember I seen a snippet of him at the World Cup? He had done a piece on Talksport where he talked about defensive frailties, and, you know, the interview was saying. You feel people um, honing on that, and it's like, yeah, people just read stuff and just you know, exaggerate, over exaggerate. My thing is this: some people may do because the defensive capability is not as good as it needs to be. Some people, the way they talk, is, is not as bad as people say. It's still mapping pretty bad, especially for a player of that quality. But the issue is the like he says, oh, he may do like a few good defensive actions and make one mistake. But the one mistake you make is high profile. And that's what people remember, high profile mistake. If a mistake leads to goals. Then it's a big mistake. Man. You know what I mean? So Maybe James, James is sometimes, usually that, he doesn't, James te- technically is a, he's not really a great defender, but his athleticism saves him. Like, you know, same as Kyle Walker. Like, Kyle Walker to me, uh, try to go stride for stride with Mbappe, like a fool. But his, his speed has been saving him defensively. Like, he knows, like, he can get beat, but he'll, He's fast enough to recover. I like he's the best matchup for a guy like Mbappe. Like those guys. Maybe maybe Trent. That's why he he, he, he lacks speed, so yeah, he can't he lacks, do that. That's even... extra level speed. Mm-hmm. So to cover for his cover for his mistakes. That that in regards that um, James and Walker do. So yeah. Even one one B. That's the best one on one defender in the world. Yeah, probably. He will lock up the, any Don. God, he just think he's lock up his feet as well. That's true. Talking of um, guys that want to lock guys up, the expression Kawuka. I believe he led City out against a game against Chelsea where they batted them 4 0, I must say. But yeah, City, will they catch Arsenal? It's a tough question. I think they will. And Getcha's doing well, though. <sighs> Eddie. But um, Eddie unless Arsenal make some reinforcements, 
And the Arsenal squad is too thin. It's That's too thin. It. And That's Arsenal's, it. I don't see them getting enough luck injury wise mm. to go through the rest of the season. It takes about it takes two injuries. If Partey gets injured, let's forget let's forget this whole title charge. Forget it. I don't see Arsenal signing a defensive midfielder. Just forget it, man. Forget Unless Lukonga can step up. Forget Unless. it, man. Forget Lukonga. Forget it, man. Unless he can. Is that a decision? Yeah, sorry. What? What time is it? Yeah, we got we got on for ten minutes. So, but flipping. Hey, I got oh. a question. Uh, hey, what? you think City is gonna catch up? I want to give you this question before we end up. What? So I was listening to Stoppage Time TV and they're talking about Shout out Stoppage Time. Good uh, quality podcast, quality video cast. What they do? Well, I was listening to them and they said, "Who is? Could you name uh, like the most influ- influential footballer of the two thousands? Like, what player has impacted, like, tactics, football? Like, who's impacted it that everyone else had to follow it or started the trend that everyone else... What... When you say impacted, what way? You talk about to fans. If it's football fans and stuff, then it's Ronaldinho. But we're talking about... But, like, tactical changes, how a team adapts, like, oh, because this player is... Huh? It's messy. Well, you can you could mess in 2000 or 2010s? 2010s, 2000s. This is like the last 20 years. You think Messi? I think it's Messi. Messi's the most impactful. I don't. He's the one that causes coaches to make the most adjustments, in my opinion, in the last 20 years. He's the, the most, most cool. But do far. you think he's had the impact of, like, say, a Neuer where Neuer... Oh, you mean change the position? Yeah, change the I position. I mean, Messi, he wasn't the one that um, created, like, the force name, but he's the one that perfected it to the highest level. Mm-hmm. I pretty much yeah Pele wasn't really a full time that I've, I've ever been able to see so I mean in, in terms of you know that sort of stuff and you know forcing the opposition manager to make tactical tweaks and adjustments um, styles of play yeah I believe it is messy I mean who else really comes close obviously knowing goalkeeping wise goalkeepers don't get as much credit as they deserve no, you know like again he wasn't really the first super keeper but he get perfected it more he's impacted super keeping more than Alte Messi he impacted force nine um, how about Makalele he created a whole kind of gloss of a whole new role as I see the, like they call it the Makalele they do but those guys doing that before him to the same level uh, Frank Rackle was the whole midfielder mm-hmm. and he's better than Makalele Contrary okay. to popular opinion, uh, maybe because he had a bit more technical brilliance to him, they didn't really see him as a whole midfielder. So, um, Beckham wasn't really he played he was a midfielder, central midfielder, and a, and a sweep and sweeper. Um, who's before McAlaney? Uh, what's his name? Dunga was and Deschamps, those guys were doing it before, but yeah, I'm not trying to take any away from McAlaney at all, but. There was guys doing that before. Okay. That makes sense. Um, mm, yeah, who else is there? I mean, someone one was mentioned was Perez. Doing what? Like he he made the inverted winger, like a winger that doesn't stay out wide. That's a goal scorer that will get you double digits. Are we talking about England or are we talking about European football? Just you, just in general. England. That's what they mentioned. Perez. You can talk in general. When, That's like the last it, 20 years. When they were talking about are they talking about more British? Because I'm sure there was invert wingers of a high level. Fingers was doing it before. Fingers was doing it as well. What's his name? Maybe not wingers. He's more of a midfielder. But maybe they were talking from what I, they saw with their own eyes. Because, yeah, 4-4-2 was at that time that French guy that played for Newcastle. I forget his name. Uh, 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 Laurent Robin. Not, Rob, not Robin. Uh, I forget his name. The French guy that played for Newcastle? Yeah. Robin? No, no. They won a free kicks? No, not one. What? You're talking about um, Ginola? 
Yeah. He see, I saw, I believe if I remember, he played off the opposite foot, came in field. But he, that, his team was more of a four four two rather than a four three three. Perez inverted wingers. Yeah, um, Perez started it, and then Ronaldo just took it to a whole. In terms of Premier League wise, yeah, I'll give it to you hundred percent. And in terms of maybe Figo as well was one of those kind of guys. Yeah, Figo, great shout. Um, I don't believe he got the goals per se that those guys mm. did. Um, Perez was getting eleven consistently getting over ten. Double digits goes for about maybe like three years in a row. Arsenal, Arsenal had Lundberg and Puez, dad. Lundberg was uh, chipping in with some key goals sometimes. The figure wasn't really a prolific goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Luis Figo, the great. Figo was not a backsman. Yeah, if from, for Barcelona, I was getting what, five in the league. Four, five, Flip. seven, nine, Flip. nine, seven, ten, Boy, nine, three. The guys were cooking in this era. I mean, overall competitions, 8, 8, 7, 8, 14, 14, 11, 12, 14, 7. But Figo was more of a creator as well. Like, he was a very creative player and he got a lot of assists. Um, and obviously people don't, people seem to forget assists for some reason. But Figo, yeah, he was on a complete mm-hmm. cut. Oh, was on a different level to Perez. I mean, I guess Perez is up there, but yeah. I think Danny Alves is underrated for what he did for right-backs. Because he was probably an one of the most attacking like this we have this whole era of the yeah. fullbacks that like attack and they contribute Danny Alves was like the number the the first of this kind of new breed maybe oh actually we say what about Carlos Carlos and Cafu did it but they didn't do it in the way that Alves did it Alves did it as someone that kind of came in field and was creative mm-hmm. I've always said Alves was technically good enough and had a brain to play centre midfield mm-hmm. even for some teams he probably even could have played 10 mm-hmm. that's how good he was and Alves came in field and changed it like, all those other guys were more overlapping guys mm-hmm. up, up and down getting on outside putting their crosses in getting some shots off. but Alves came in he, he dovetailed lovely with Messi excellently with Messi that sort of stuff those guys didn't really do the nicey guys making more underlapping runs mm-hmm. I mean to the credit Pep was you know, the orchestrate of all those sort of things because, you know, his teams do make underlapping runs. You see Arteta now mm-hmm. getting his fullbacks to make underlapping rather than overlapping runs, that sort of thing. So Alves is a very good shout. Like I said, Catherine and Carlos are up there um, as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. And who was like the ball-playing centre-back? Who brought that back? Because at the time where the centre-backs were not... The, they the were not... They just were, yeah. yeah. Um, who brought that back? Uh, PK was up there. But I've showed those guys before him in this in the last twenty years. Um, I'm trying to think. We used to bring out the ball and carry it forward. I know Tony Adams did it to the very end of his Oscar, mm. but that's that's not what he was known for. Ferdinand, sorry, yes. Yeah, Rio was good. Rio, we was good Rio. Ball. Big Rio Come, coming forwards, playing passes. Yeah, it was and it's a good foil for Riddich as well because Riddich is more of a stern, like old school defender, and then you got Rio, which was more stylistic, modern. And you've got more kind of defenders in his ilk right now because you could say like Saliba is very similar to Silvio. I'm not really convinced. Saliba needs to go convinced. He's got convinced on the ball. He's, a, he's good on the ball. He's just very too calm. He's too calm that he becomes sloppy. I think he's, he's, he's okay. He's convinced on the ball a bit more. But flipping, yeah, that's a good question. But yeah, I'd say, um, I would say Messi. Okay, Messi's got the biggest impact. Messi's impact is on ops. Like, as in, when Messi's local, you now you have to think, okay, well, what do I do? How do I play against Messi? What What's the tactics? Like, how do I minimise Messi's impact? What do I do to not allow Messi to do what he does? Yeah, in that regard, I see Messi. But in terms of fans, it was probably Ronaldinho. But yeah, in terms of the tactical on-the-pitch stuff, it would be Messi for me. But yeah, just quickly, five minutes before we shut off. 
Javonte Tank Davis. Talk yeah. to me. He owes little baby money. Why does he? Where do you hear that from? I, I, I saw one clip says, "You know, pay me when you own." And they said little baby and they, 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 I was like, "What?" Oh, I'm wow. gonna find a clip. That's even funny. Tank Davis, he's got so much power, he's blinding guys, allegedly. He, the guy said he couldn't see, which is, well, if you get enough hits to the head, you won't see. I mean, some of the boxing podcasts I've been listening to, they say that's, that's what they use as an easy cop-up for them not to get knocked out um, and take their licks like a quote-unquote man. I, I'm not really going to say that myself because obviously getting a ring, you have to be really tough and, you know, I haven't really taken punches to that to that extent. That's one. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, say nine. Say nine. But flipping tanks power, ethereal level power. Hey, Davis, hey. And he's more skilled than people give him credit for. Ryan's beating him. Ryan's not beating him. He is beating him. Ryan's not beating him. He's beating him. Watch. How much you the bet? 50 pounds. Ryan's beating him. I'm taking that piece. Ryan Garcia tanks. Ryan Garcia is beating him. Ryan Garcia is not beating tank. He's dude. beating tank. He's not Watch. Beating. You're going to be shocked. That guy takes a lot of hits. Hmm? Uh, Tank takes a lot of hits. Yeah, he's, he's terrible defensively. He's he could be better in terms of avoiding punches. Yes. <laughs> um, but he, I feel he more takes hits when he doesn't respect your power. But yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. But what's his name? Ryan defensively is awful as well. This is chin up in the air. He beat Haney twice. What as an amateur? Yes, he did. Okay. Lizzie <laughs> chin up in history. The, well, Dylan White beat any Joshua as an amateur. And Did he? Look what happened in the real things. That's so how they, they got a rematch. They got a rematch. Potentially the, 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 the trilogy. Hey, AJ should just retire, dog. I'm dead. Hey, I just seen fight Wilder. They should be fighting Wilder. Yeah, but they're retired, dog. But, yeah, but not to, to go on the yeah. tangent. Tank, ethereal level power. His skills are a lot better than people give it credit for. Yes, he does get hit a bit more than I would like. Mm. And it also needs to face stiffer competition because even the guy he defeated Hector Garcia, it was a guy coming up in weight. Attack has fought up as high as 140 and, and he spars guys on much higher weight. But there's even a, a footage of Tank killing some guy as a six, seven-year-old. The Tank's had power from the jump. As a six, oh, yeah. I thought he was 67, you know, he was saying a six, yeah. But I mean, say, of course he would knock a man out at 67. Even in that fight, Meek Mill was having a, a little beef with the uh, Gary Russell brothers. Tell Crazy, me, a lot was going on that, during that. Tell Jana. Meek Mill go back to Ghana, dog. That's not even the insult. Just go back to Ghana and do your video, Dag. I'm dead. Someone said he's a failed musician. That's a, that's a cap. He's a failed musician, Dag. Why is he a failed He doesn't even have his masters, you know. Well, a lot of guys don't have their masters. Steep. He didn't get paid for losing his masters. He must have got his masters. Wait, so why is he a failed musician? I don't know. Because it's probably because of that video. Maybe he was one of the best chips. rappers of the last, of that last those, decade. He was eating those chips in the pool and it was going on his <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Tank. Hopefully him and Ryan get over the line as the first mega, mega fight of the year. We still have Fingy fighting, um, Better Biev and... Y'all, uh, 28th. 28th of this month. Hopefully y'all could do the unthinkable. Hey, um, man, y'all just going to come out all guns back. I ain't got nothing to lose. I, I mean, see, but if you try to go to toe-to-toe, say, hey, bro, good night. Better Biev can uh, get touched. He's been put on his backside before, so... He can. And Yard's got good power. He just needs to manage his stamina better. And even though, if you know he thinks the guy's going for the kill, he's got to realise he's fighting against elite level championship fighters. Like you do with Kovalev. Kovalev, he knows how to... He lost to Kovalev. No, yeah, Kovalev. He knows how to, you know... What, boy, this time? Um, what's it called? He knows how to 
um, abide the storms, basically. Hey, man, just box. You have to box your time. opponent and not the occasion. Yeah. That's what he needs to do. Because if he boxes the occasion, boy, he could get himself. He could be sleeping with us. It could be here. Well. Yeah, but after, if Tan gets through Garcia, I need to see him face Haney and Shakur. That's not. Those, those are the yeah, best. I don't three. think he's going to fight Shakur. Aren't they friends or something? No, they don't fight. They're, there's too much money. Involved. It's Haney and Shakur friends. One of them is. Yeah, Haney and Shakur friends, but they'll fight. There's too much money for that. Apparently, if Mayor and Judah were friends, so they fight, man. Too much money involved. Don't so, yeah. Worry. Hey, man, let Lemonchenko see one of them. Yeah, Lemonchenko yeah. is going on a bit. He gets by. Yeah, they, but yeah. Well, that's why they will fight him and they will go to bed. I told you, I feel Shakur and Haney will fight him. I believe him and Shakur and him are on the same side of the street, so that's an easy fight to make. But yeah, any last words? Hey, shout out to AJ, just retired, bro. Been a good career. Um, but yeah, it's your boy Melo, your boy J.A. It's the TMG. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're a few away, from, I believe seven away from 200. Get us up. Um, listen to us on, follow us on all socials, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you listen to us audibly, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And let's get it. We out of here.